hello hello welcome back to exceeding tv i'm reek and i miss y'all can i just say that like I, I know i probably have to elaborate a little bit but i do miss y'all y'all i went i got a testimony today i got a testimony and we just gonna get into it we're gonna get into it because i believe that this testimony is gonna help somebody. I genuinely do because y'all, I've been through the ringer. Like, let's talk about it. We're gonna get into it. So this episode today is called Limitless. Of course, it's gonna go right here. But that's gonna be the picture that I'm gonna put. No, I'm playing. <laughs> um, so this episode is called Limitless. And if you watched the last episode, which I hope that you did, um, I was supposed to do Limitless about a month ago, about four weeks ago. So it's a month. And I was supposed to do it with my sister, Christy. And I think I had other plans. Um, I know God had other plans because I found out a valuable lesson about doing what this says the Lord. I found out a very valuable lesson, a lesson that I believe that I knew, but it hit me off guard and it, it directly ties into limitless. So I feel like God took me through that process to make this, this episode even more of a delivery message than it was before, because the limitless of the limitless amount of things that God has done for me within the last four weeks is just, it's gonna blow your mind, it blew my mind. So let's just get into it. So the last episode that I did, um, that was the first episode that I did by myself. And it wasn't weird, it actually was really good. I was like, okay, God. So the show doesn't necessarily run off of me interacting with anybody else. I could just be interacting with you and, my cousins here so um episode was supposed to come out limitless tried to record it it was like conflict as far as like i'm over here she's over there i'm over here she's over there i'm over here she's over there so went back to the holy spirit like okay holy spirit like you told me first it was just me and then she said something that confirmed that it was possibly going to be with her as well so I'm thinking, okay, God, if me and Christy's schedule can't line up, then it's just going to have to be me. And that's perfectly fine because this is me. This is us. This is we. Okay. So I would say maybe the Monday after the Q&A. I had this weird kind of feeling. Like I was like really emotional, but my kind of emotional is like a more internal emotional. Like we we discussed that. I'm I'm more of an internal kind of person, but the weird part about that is I wear my emotions on my face. So I don't really be hiding it. If you know me, it, it's all over me. It's all over my face. It's in my shoulders, like my shoulders get like, you know, so I started to notice like throughout the week and as the conflicts of the schedules kept getting more and more, 
I don't necessarily feel as if it caused it, but I think that it heightened it because I knew and I know that I have an assignment to do exceeding TV. I'm very serious about the assignment. I'm very, very, very serious because I was, before I started exceeding TV, like right when I started, I was laying down in bed and the Holy Spirit was like, this is your ministry. This is a ministry. Like, I know you're thinking that you're just going to get up here and you're going to do what I tell you to do. And you're going to say what I need you to say. But at the end of the day, at the bulk of it, it's a ministry. So that's kind of new to me. It's kind of weird to me. I don't really understand it as much, but I believe God. So, you know, I'm, I was willing to go wherever he needed me to go. You know, that was it. So when the conflict of interest and I mean, not the conflict of interest, I keep saying conflict of interest, the conflict of schedules kept happening in the midst of it happening, I was starting to get sad and I couldn't really pinpoint the sadness. I couldn't really, I couldn't really put an event that happened because it was not necessarily something that happened. But I think the first offness was the Q&A episode because I wasn't able to release that episode until that Sunday. Now, if you are a true exceeder, you know, God said every Friday. So I think that that little bitty, like I didn't record it till Friday, kind of Saturday wasn't able to get it out to a Sunday. I think when that, when that, when that little event, like that little, that little pivot, it's like everything pivoted. And I think that that's where the enemy just, he just crept on in. He, he crept on in. Um, so I, I noticed that I was getting very sad and I noticed that I was getting kind of in a depressive kind of state. I was kind of Getting the, I was depressed. I was depressed. I'm being transparent today. I was depressed. And I know the spirit of depression very well because I've dealt with depression. And I think that it is something that it's a familiar spirit to me. So I do have those episodes. But y'all, I was so on cloud nine about starting Exceeding TV and how well it was going and how pleased God was with it that I forgot the number one rule. Lesson number one of this episode. Don't forget the number one rule. When you start to do what God tells you to do, expect the enemy. Ta-la. Like, expect him to show up. Expect him to, to stick his toe in there. He's he going to stick his toe in there. He's going to he gonna water them them remnants of seeds, and he gonna he gonna do what he always do, which is walk to and fro seeking whom he can devour. And he tried to devour your girl, like your girl was. I was down bad, y'all. I was down bad. I was so sad. I was like intro respect, like intro. I was just everything around me and inside of me. Like I beat myself up so bad about that episode being late, and that festered and turned into a full-blown depression so that went on for like a week I would say from like Monday yeah so Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday okay Sunday is the pivotal day 
that we're going to talk about here today. So Sunday, well, no, let's go back to Friday. So Friday, I was very quiet. I was very isolated, which is, of course, what the enemy wanted me to be, was isolated. But it was such a weird thing because I couldn't really, I couldn't really describe what exactly it was that was wrong with me. And then I wasn't fellowshipping <laughs> with people around me, with like-minded people around me for them to completely dig into, okay, something's wrong. So now my sister, who, my God, my divine connection, Christy Elaine, let me tell y'all something. Top tier, y'all. Top tier. She's top tier. She knew something was wrong with me, but the one thing that I absolutely love about Christy is she moves when the Holy Spirit tells her to move. So she not she not jumping. She she told me we we talked about this, so we'll get into that. But we talked about it, and she was like, "I noticed that I didn't talk to you throughout the week, but the Holy Spirit hadn't released me to say anything to you." And I feel like that week was so pivotal in the deliverance that needed to happen the next week. So Friday, of course, that's when the episode is supposed to come out. Didn't even think about that until literally just now. So Friday is when I had the biggest migraine you could think of. Like you can't even imagine the type of the the type of pain that I was in on Friday. Friday had a headache, took some medicine, did not work, went to sleep, woke up Saturday, Saturday had a headache, took some medicine, did not work, woke up Sunday. So I, if you don't know, I am on the praise team at my ministry. So there's an assignment that has to be done on Sunday. That's an assignment. So it's like, I got this migraine, but there's an assignment. I'm real serious about my assignment. So I'm like, okay, whatever head you just gonna have to hurt because we finna go finna go to the ministry right now so i get there and it's just like like i said i wear everything on my face so i walk in and christy's immediately she was like you got a headache and i was like yes i've had a headache for the last three days like i am losing it i am losing it i'm just like at this point this is three days of the same headache so Got this headache. I'm like, all right, God, I'm still going to get up here and do it. But you know, and I know that I feel like I'm going to pass out. It feels like my head is about to, like, literally, like, if I could pick my head up off of my body and just sit it somewhere until the headache was over, I would have did that. So really was not, was not feeling it. Woke up Monday morning to go to, to go to work and I get up and I go to my computer and y'all, I can't see. Like I'm trying to read the the screen and I can't read it. So I'm like, oh no, 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 <laughs> no. So I wrote my supervisor and I'm like, hey, check this out. My head hurts. I tried to log in. It's not, it's not giving. Excuse me. It's it's not, it's not giving. I know that. It's not giving go to work for eight hours today. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to go. So I go to work at eight. I went and laid back down and I woke up at like four. And I was just like, 
out of it. My head was pounding. I was in so much pain. And I was wearing it on my body as well. Like my neck was tense, like my arms hurt, my legs hurt, everything hurt. So I'm like, okay, what is going on? So I'm sitting there basically in torment because I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm taking this medicine. Now at this point, I don't even want to take any more headache medicine because I feel like I didn't already took too much and it's just not, it's not doing what it needs to do. The sleep didn't work. None of the tricks and traits that I'm used to worked. I just heard that in my spirit. None of the tricks and traits that I'm used to worked. That's because none of the tricks and traits were going to work after that Monday. I didn't know that at the time, but they were not going to work. So later on that night, um, Christy finally calls me. And y'all, I am in distress. I am in distress. And I am so, I am so distraught. I was, I literally came in here and I was sitting on the floor and I was just crying. I was crying and I was crying. I was hyperventilating. I was having like a panic attack. I was having an anxiety attack and I'm talking to my sister and she's just like, Reek, what is wrong with you? Like, sister, what is wrong with you? Like, tell me what is wrong with you. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what you want me to say. I think I'm depressed right now. Like, I really think I'm depressed. I'm like so sad because the spirit of depression has jumped on me again. I'm just sad. And she's just sitting there and she's looking at me on FaceTime, but she's just looking at me and she was just like, that's not it. Like the look on your face, like it looks like you're about to literally pass out. And I really was about to pass out y'all. So we're talking and we're talking and she's just like, I'm not going to let you off the phone. Like you're going to tell me what is wrong with you. Like what, what is wrong? So I'm just like, God, like, I don't know what she's asking me. Like, she's just like, tell me what's wrong. She was like, God is showing me a jug and it has a stopper in it and all your problems are in this jug, but there's one stopper on the, on the jug. And she's just like, tell me what the, what the stopper is. And I'm just like, I don't know. Depression, low self-esteem. I'm just pulling, I'm pulling out the, the branches on the tree. I'm not pulling out the root. I'm, I'm pulling on the branches. She's like, no, it's not it. That's not it. That's not it. It's not it. It's not it. It's not it. So the closer we're getting to the stopper, the more distress that I'm in. And the limitless amount of patience that God had for me and compassion that he had for me in that moment is unmatched. I've never... I've never been aware of God and felt that much compassion. I know God had compassion on me out in the world because he loved me when I didn't even love him. That's mind blowing to me because I was a rough rider <laughs> out here in the world. I was, I wasn't, no, we ain't gonna talk about that. That's not the episode. This ain't that episode, but you know what I'm saying? It's like he loved me when I didn't even love him. And when I turned away from him, Whenever I felt like it, he still was there for me. I know that kind of compassion, but to be in the knowledge and to have a relationship with God, that was the most compassion and patience I had ever experienced. And it was just like, 
it was so hard. It was a very, 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 very hard process. And we sat on that phone and finally it came out. The stopper came out. And I was terrified of that stopper. And I think I was more so terrified of the shame of what the stopper was. Now, I'm not 100% ready to share with you what the stopper was, but the, the events can go on without knowing the exact stopper at this time, okay? But the shame that was attached to that stopper and the, it was the root. It was, it was a root, a really, really deeply rooted issue. And it was an event that happened and the enemy had been tormenting me for, we found out, 25 years. I'm 29 years old. So you can only imagine, I mean, that means I was four. So there are certain things that happened in my life that I can't really, I couldn't really explain but I felt 100% responsible for it. Like 100% responsible for how the things played out, even as a child. And it's kind of just like, when you're a child and things happen, you automatically go into this, this type of ownership of it because you don't really know any better. Like you don't really know that this plus this equal that. Like you just know that this happened and you know that it was wrong or it was this, it, it was whatever. And you take ownership of that and the enemy will magnify that ownership. Like he gonna make you wear that every day. And what I have found out was that I was wearing stuff from like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. All of these years, like all of these years, I've been wearing that and it was the root and it grew this big, huge, humongous tree and God was tired of the tree. He was tired of the tree and the distress that I was in that Monday night talking on that phone with my sister, we both came into agreement that if I hadn't gone through that process that night, I would not have woke up that next morning. Like I genuinely believe that I would have stressed myself into early death. Like, and I think that that was the point. I think that that was the mission. That was the goal. That was what, that was what was supposed to happen. But thank God for, for him being God. Thank God for being God because that was not going to happen on his watch or any otherwise. So it was a hard process. It was long. We was on the phone. She had to go to work the next morning. I thought I was going to go to work the next morning, but I woke up the next morning, y'all. And I was like, I was, that's how you know it's bad. Cause I was very honest with my boss. I ain't even just say, Hey, I'm not feeling it. I was like, yeah, I had a full breakdown yesterday and I just need another day. So I know you want me to call. But I'm gonna need you to take this text because I'm not I'm not coming into work today. Okay. Love you, but I'm not coming into work today. So he never wrote back. And I took that some type of way. 
only to find out that the enemy was still playing on my top because when I got there on Wednesday, he was like, are you okay? Are you sure? Do you need another day? And I'm like, that's just how the, that's just how the enemy works because it was like not giving him glory in any sense of the form. But that was the mindset that I was in. Like I was literally giving the enemy my mind to play with. Like I had no control over my mind at the moment. And I'm still currently working on that. And I think that Monday had to happen so that this episode could happen because Romans 8 and 28, all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called. Okay. I've been called. He's like, Hey, exceeding TV. I'm calling you to do it. So I need you to do it. And I was so wrapped up in the excitement of the actual assignment that I never thought to protect myself from the inevitable, which was those old spirits trying to come back and mess with things that they don't need to be messing with. So Monday happened, Tuesday woke up, y'all, ooh. I cried every day for 14 days straight. Every single day. <laughs> that Tuesday, I no, that Monday, I cried every single day for 14 days straight. And every day, God was pulling something up to come out. And it was like the stopper was gone and everything was just falling out and I couldn't catch it. Like I couldn't, I could, I could, I didn't want to catch it, but I couldn't catch it because it was so embedded in me. It was almost like it was my DNA. Like it was my DNA makeup to be in distress, to live in survival mode, to, to be the burden barrier of all the things that I feel like I did wrong since I was a child. Like it was every mistake. I constantly replayed those mistakes over and over and over again. And I tried to, I explained it to Chrissy. I didn't try to explain. I explained it to Chrissy. It's like, I have great moments. I don't fake good moments. I don't fake happiness. I don't fake, sorry. Um, I don't fake, being excited but in between those moments and in between that happiness there was sadness there was anxiety there was worrying there was insecurities there were there were so many different things in between those happy moments that it is not really a fulfilling life and i finally found something that made me happy all the way through the whole entire, all of these episodes, the whole entire episode, I'm amazed that God is even, he even trusts me to do this because I know, you may not know where I've come from, but me and God know where I come from. So to be this new into being saved for real, and for God to be like, okay, this is a ministry for you. Like, this is something that I want you to do. 
Like this got your name attached to it. Like that just blew my mind. Like that blew my mind. And I enjoy sitting here doing this. And that was taken away from me. The joy in that was taken away from me and it was replaced with depression. And I couldn't record. Like, I couldn't record. I had the next episode. I could not record anything. Like, I just kept pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing. I'm talking about for 14 days straight, y'all, I cry every day. Every time me and Christy touched the phone, <laughs> something was coming up. And something needs to be addressed. And I cried. She called me in the daytime. I cried in the daytime. She called me at night. I cried at night. We were sit on the phone till like two and three o'clock in the morning. And the Holy Spirit is where two or three are gathered. Like Jesus was right there. Like, yeah, tell her this. Like, get this. Because he was telling me things throughout the day that also had me in tears. So I was crying on the phone with her because she was confirming what I had just heard. And I would tell her like, the things that God was showing me that needed to come out. Like he was giving me answers. He was giving me explanations to things that I didn't even really feel like I was searching for those answers. So it was a very, very hard process because it was kind of just like once the stopper came out and this, then this, this spiritual, spiritual metaphorical stopper released so many different things that i wasn't necessarily prepared to deal with, or I thought that I wasn't prepared to deal with. God clearly had other plans, but I felt like I wasn't necessarily prepared to deal with those things because they were coming every single day. It was like, oh my goodness. I I, I remember asking Chris, I'm like, am I going to cry every day? And she was just like, crying is therapeutic. And I'm like, I'm not a crier. Cause she would, she talks about me now. Cause we can laugh now because I'm in a better space. Oh, thank you, God, because I'm in a better space. And she's like, every single time we got on the phone, I, you put that phone down because I don't like to cry in front of people. I don't know why. What's the problem? Me and God going to dig into that. But you know what? He just, all right. He did tell me why. Because I was a hider. So I would hide and I would go in the bathroom and I would cry in the bathroom. But when I came out that bathroom, you couldn't tell I cried. You didn't know I was in there crying. And there's going to be no trace that I had emotions because I felt like that was my safe space. My safe space was to contain. My safe space was not to live out loud and to be emotional out loud. It was to contain that. So imagine doing that like for your whole entire life and you're trying to be a functioning adult, trying to do what God has called you to do. It's, it's, it's deep. It's it's way deeper than waking up and being like, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It's so much deeper because what I found out is that it's not just about learning the things in the way of God. It's about unlearning the things in the way of the world, unlearning who you thought you were, unlearning what you thought was wrong and what you thought was right. And we get that teaching at my ministry and this stuff is so deep inside of me that I'm, I know it applies to me, but I just don't know the magnitude of how it applies to me in the moment. So 
it's like she's just like you know you're you you cry you just put the phone down then slowly you kind of pick the phone back up and it was just like that was just every day for 14 days and god was just pulling all of these things out of me and he was requesting that i be open and honest with him and he was pulling me and pricking me to be honest with myself because a lot of the things like i said a lot of the things that came out were things that i didn't really even think about because i just thought that they were just things that i did the fact that i sit in my bathroom now i have this whole apartment to myself my apartment i love my apartment i love it i love every inch of it it's just big enough for me it got all it, it i could use a couple more closets but it has just enough and it already got a lot of closets it got just enough space for me like this was chef's kiss like this apartment is just for me and i i found myself i find myself sitting in my bathroom for two hours like not using the bathroom anymore just sitting in there for two hours and then it was like as the stopper came out and all these things started coming up it was like you sit in your bathroom because that was your safe space. So now, even though you have all of this space and I've given you all of this, this is yours. I help you sustain it. It looked nice. You got somewhere to sit. You got somewhere to lay. And you are still running back to the place that you feel like is your safe place. And in my mind, I'm just like, I just like sitting in my bathroom. I just like my bathroom. I don't know why I like my bathroom. I literally would come in the house, go to the bathroom, open my mail in there. Like, not use the bathroom. I would just sit in there. I don't know why. I felt like I got a nice couch. My couch is my my couch and put plenty of people to sleep. But something about the toilet seat, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. It's not, it's not the most sanitary, but it was in my mind, it was just, I just did it. I was an autopilot. And I found out. I'm still finding out that there are a lot of things and a lot of thoughts that I have that are simply just autopilot. And it was just time to come off of autopilot. But as far as with the episodes, it was kind of just like, I couldn't record because like I said, that's the point, that's where this comes in important. I wear it on me. And the one thing that I absolutely never, ever, ever, ever in the everdom of ever want to do is to negatively affect somebody by my own dysfunction, like my own autopilot. And I feel like words are very, very powerful. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Like words are very powerful. So I'm sitting here in this seat and god is is telling me to say things god is directing me on who to talk to god is directing me on what to say I, even this episode there was no planning just because it's just me the last episode with the q a i didn't answer any of them questions except that one question before i actually sat down to do the episode because i genuinely believe that whatever comes out my mouth while i'm sitting here is sufficient enough I don't need to plan. I don't need to plot. I don't need to, I don't need to pretend. I just need to talk. So it was kind of just like, I didn't, 
I was not in a space to speak because even though God was still speaking to me in that, it was kind of just like the spirit of anxiety, the spirit of depression was still coming out. Like it was still, it's still like I'm processing that those things are like deeply embedded in me. And I'm in a better place now because God is constantly, and I'm getting better. And I had to remind myself, what my sister had to remind me. I have to constantly remind me of what she told me is that you're too hard on yourself. Like you're so hard on yourself. I'm so hard on myself. I'm so hard on myself. And for my entire life, I have been seeking the validation of people because I'm so hard on myself. I just don't feel like I naturally do things right. And because this was my right thing, it was kind of just like, I cannot sit in this seat and not feel right when this is literally the only place that I feel the most right that I've ever felt in 29 years. So that was a very hard thing for me. And I just kept pushing it off and I kept pushing it off and I kept pushing it off and I kept pushing it off. And the limitless patience of God, because I thought I was in trouble. I really did. I was like, oh my God, another week has passed. Oh my God. Another week has passed. Oh my God. Another week has passed. And people are asking me, like, they're like, where the next episode is? Like, Christy, she's just like, when's the next episode? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm recording today. And I was going to record it today. And then when it came to it, I never recorded it. And she's just like, she speaks when the Holy Spirit tells her to speak. So Key wrote me and she was like, hey, when the next episode coming out? Like, girl, like, where the next episode at? And I'm like, Key, honestly, I've been going through some stuff and I can't, I can't put that out in the world, but I know that when I come out, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's got to be good because all things work together. So it it has to be good. And she's just like, she told me, she was like, you don't know who is going to need what you have to say about your experience. And she didn't even know, I didn't really necessarily tell her exactly what was going on. I just told her, you know, I've just been a, I've been in a place, I've been in a place. And so I'm getting better this week. the, The weeks have gone by, I'm in a better place. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to record the episode. So then a new feeling washes over me. And I can't pinpoint the feeling, but I'm thinking I'm just going to be able to push past it. That's what I'm thinking. Y'all got to stop thinking. (laughs) I got to stop thinking. Stop. Stop thinking so much. Like, if you're watching this, and you feeling me because I'm all over the place and I'm going to be all over the place because that's just, it's just coming to me and it's just, I'm recalling it how I recall it. But if you are in a place or you have been in a place or you feel like you're going into a place of, of this, stop thinking so much. Stop thinking and start listening. Because the Lord will tell you what he needs to tell you if you are willing to hear him when he tells you that's in a nutshell that's what i need to stop doing i need to stop thinking and just start listening 
a little bit more. And I hear God. Oh, I hear him. He talked to me how he talked to me. I hear him when he'd be like, oh, don't do too much. I hear that. I hear him when he tells me, oh, you need to say this or, oh, you need to do that. But in between my obedience, because I've been working on quick obedience. I'm real. Ah, You want me to come on? I'm going to do it. Quick obedience. Like, I ain't going to question it. Yeah. You want me to do that? I'm going to do it. But then in between those moments where the, where where it's like, in between those moments, I'm still doing things, which don't make no sense. I'm still doing things that he didn't necessarily not tell me to do, but he didn't tell me to do them either. And possibly he didn't tell me to do them. Yeah, Lord. Because he already told me his word not to do those things. So I don't got to tell you not to do those things because I already told you in my word not to do those things. And you know the scriptures that I'm talking about. That was an indictment on the spot. Listen to him because he's going to tell you every time. He is going to let you know. Okay, because he just let me know. Like, no, because I don't have to tell you because you already know not to worry. You know not to, to do those things. So... Don't be sitting here trying to act like you don't know. Yes, it's very disobedient. And I repent. Quick repentance as well. It's very important. It's very important. I do repent right here, right now with you guys. So it was like, oh, Lord, I done lost it. <laughs> and this is live. So we got to keep going. God, bring it back to me. What was I talking about? I'm going to go back and watch this. And it's going to be real funny. Un momento. Por favor. I think I was talking about talking to the key. And she was just like, you don't know who's going to need this. We're just going to, we're going to move forward because we live, baby. I love y'all. I'm scatterbrained and I go off on a tangent, but it's okay. So, ah, stop thinking so much. You're going to bring it back every time. Stop thinking so much. Stop thinking. So, I get to last night. And like I said, I'm in a better place. And I'm on the phone with my sister. Christy, and she's like, I want to ask you something. And I already knew what she was about to ask me, but I pretended like I did it. So she was like, so because I see exceeding TV in the background, what's going on? Where, where, where yeah, where's the episode? And I'm just like, oh, I'm supposed to record it. Like I, I was supposed to record it last Friday because last Friday, last week, was the best week in the last three weeks. Like I could talk about the things that I needed to talk about without crying every 24 seconds. Okay. So I was supposed to record it and oh, yes, what I was talking about. A new feeling had come over me. Yes. Back on track. All right. We're here. We're back here. New feeling had come over me. So we're talking on the phone and she's just like, okay, so what's the problem? going on what's up and I'm just like I don't know like 
I try to do it and I don't. I don't know. Like, it's not like I got to go somewhere <laughs> to do it. I, I, I just don't. And what we identified was that a feeling of, of a very familiar feeling of not being good enough came over me because where I was a month ago, I was, I was in a very, very bad place. I'm trying to tell y'all, I cried for 14 days straight, like all day long. Like, and honestly, it was the week before because I was so sad the week before I was crying the week before I didn't even know what it was. So after the blood came out, that was the, the start of the 14 days with God. Like I had already went through seven days of torment by myself, but what the Holy Spirit and my sister helped me realize was that I was kind of, I was feeling a sense of like all those things that had come out of me, all those roots and branches, like secondary roots and the tree trunk and the branches and the leaves of 25 years of events were now out in the open. And I did not want to admit it, but I really, really, really struggled with feeling like I could do this. Like I was capable, like I was worthy to do this because all of these things are now on the surface. They're, they're up. Some of them have come completely out. Things that I have never said outside of my mouth, but have absolutely never said out loud to anybody. They are now up and out. And I had a really big problem that I was not addressing of feeling like I had something to say to you guys. And I didn't even, I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Like I said, it was a new feeling. I had never felt it, but the reason that I had never felt it because I've never felt uncomfortable in this seat. Like as nervous, and you know, I talk about it on the other episodes, as nervous as I may be, I've never felt uncomfortable or unworthy to be sitting in this seat because I know the testimony of sitting here in front of this backdrop, sitting in this seat, talking to this, 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 to my, my family, I was going to say this phone, but talking to you guys, I've never felt that feeling. I never felt like I didn't have anything to say. I never felt like I was in trouble with God because I wasn't going to release an episode. I had never felt those feelings because I was, it was a consistency of this is a happy place for me. This is something that I thoroughly enjoyed that I didn't even know that I would enjoy. I had no idea that this would be something that I would actually enjoy doing. And n now it's like, okay, God, you're processing me and you're getting these things out of me to grow me. And I took that growth as a blemish, essentially. Like, how can I sit down and tell them, hey, y'all, I didn't want to record nothing for the last month. Like I didn't record, I didn't want to record anything. It wasn't even that God was not speaking to me. It was not that God was not 
pushing me. It wasn't that the limitless compassion of God. I keep using that word because the compassion is all I can think of it because even in those moments of him pushing me and pricking me to do it, he was still letting me know like, it's okay. Like, it's okay that you haven't, as long as you do understand that you have to get up from here. Like, and who that, just hearing that out loud, like, that's why I like sitting here because I heard that, I heard that in my spirit. He told me that, but hearing me say that out loud was kind of like talking to my brain. Like, it's okay that you had a moment. And it's okay to have moments and it's okay to feel those moments and it's okay to go through the process because at the end of the day, I am going to process it. It, As long as you are willing and as long as you allow me, I'm going to go through that process with you. Now, if you, if you leave me out of it, I'm not going to kick your door in. I'm not going to kick your door in. I love you, but I love you. I loved you enough from the very beginning that I gave you free will. You're going to have to choose me. You're going to have to choose to come to me because I am the only one that knows how you're going to get through this. And it was kind of just like, God knows our mistakes before we know our mistakes. So it's like, to process and to comprehend like, God, you loved me when I didn't love you. And you loved me enough to cover me and keep me. I swear to you guys right now, I should be dead and gone. I really, really, really mean that. Like, I'm not just saying that like the cliche, like, oh, if it wasn't for God, no, y'all. <laughs> We gonna have an episode of testimonies because Chrissy keeps reminding me like we're just gonna have episodes of just testimonies. But I really should be dead, y'all. But God and His limitless love, like, has kept me for me to get to this place and to be sitting in this seat, having this conversation, and all of those things that happen play into that. All of the things, even the things I got myself into, like, because the enemy can't do anything that God doesn't allow him to do. He has to ask for permission. So if God allows him to, to process you through something, because it's all a process, he, he knew that you were able to take it. But do you know that you were built to take it? Like, and I had to come to that hard grip that a lot of the things that I I held on to and a lot of the things that I had so much shame about were not my fault. Now it's not the blame game because I feel like it wasn't it wasn't their fault either. Like I feel like everything has they say hurt people hurt people. Like I think that that applies to everything. Like that applies to all different types of traumas and all different types of mindsets and my pastor, she always, she always talks about, why you do that? You ever sat down and asked yourself, like, why you do that? I was in a 
why you do that process? Like, why you sit in that bathroom for two hours? Why you do that? Why you do that? Why do you say that about yourself? Why do you do that? Why do you feel that way? Why, why does that have to be the center of your focus? Why, why, why you do that? And it's like, God loved me so much when I didn't love him that now, why would I think that I can't, it's just like when people say like, oh, you get saved, you act like you just never going to go through anything. I absolutely knew that I was going to go through something again. But my mind, this thing up here, this mind of mine, like I have a mind problem. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. But my mind be doing its own little thing. I ain't going to dance because they talked about me last time I did my dance. And I, I do know how to dance. I was in tap and jazz and a little ballet. I know how to dance. But in this seat, I'm just going to do a little something. But anyway, but my mind just be doing its own thing. And a couple months ago, I think it was during our firm summit, the Holy Spirit like was like, you need to submit every single thought. Whether you go left down the street or whether you go right down the street. And at the time, I'm like, okay, God. I was like, I get what you're saying because my mind be doing a lot of stuff. And it wasn't until I got to the, why you do that stage that I realized, no, girl, like, there are some thoughts that you haven't even been thinking actively that you need to, you need to get to me. Like, I need you to dig those things up. I need you to dig them up so you can give them to me so that I can show you how limitless my forgiveness is as well. Because my God, the things that I have done, the, the thoughts that I've had, the, the stress and the, the blockage, like I was so blocked. I'm still, I'm still blocked, y'all. I'm still going through that process of why you do that, but I'm not where I was four weeks ago. Like, and I had to be reminded, like, okay, girl, like, Chrissy was like, hey, go record that episode. Like, you're just gonna have to rip the bandaid off and go record that episode because somebody needs to hear the testimony because you're even though you're still going through it and even though it's it's don't ever think that you're just never going to go through anything else because once you get delivered fully delivered and you walk in this wholeness once you get to that next dimension because we learned about dimensions it's steps it's nine levels and then when you get to 10 that's that's a double digit that's another dimension once you get through them nine steps there's new problems <laughs> i I hate to tell you, it's new problems. And that's how she put it to me. Like, it's going to be new things, but you have to, you have to, you have to deal with these things to get to that. And you'll be equipped for that as long as you remember the process of keeping God, keep me in it, invite me in it, submit every thought, cast every care. Like, Benjamin's mind says the Lord. I will repay. Like you have to beat those things. You have to die to your flesh every day. I have to tell my mind every day, girl, you are anointed. You are powerful. 
you are blessed. You are, I got a sign. You can't see it. It says you are crazy. You're, it says crazy blessed. Like God has kept me so much. I have such, so many different testimonies about how I should be dead and gone and gone. Like just gone, gone. I should have been gone four weeks ago. Like gone. I was in distress and I have so many testimonies. And because, because of my mindset about those testimonies, no, because of my mindset in general, not about the testimonies, because I love me some God. Oh. I love me some God. And it's not like I sit on my testimonies. I may not tell them to everybody. But when the time comes for me to tell you about that one time that I took all them pills and I thought I was going to be out of here and I woke up the next day or about them, them, them couple times, them couple months where every single day I had like a whole sleeping pill addiction, y'all, because I just didn't have no peace. I didn't have no, I was not resting. I would go and take all kinds of sleeping pills and a couple shots of liquor. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the recipe, honestly. Like, honestly, you, the, the pills could just been it. But the recipe that I, I chose in particular was the pills and a couple shots of liquor. And I woke up at the exact same time every single day. Oh, I woke up at the exact same time every single day. Y'all, I be, God. And I think that's why I'm so, I, I am hard on myself because I'm like, God, you really saved me. And I really was trying to be out of here for real. Like, but I share those testimonies. I'm very transparent about those testimonies because it's like, I've recognized like, yeah, girl, like you are walking miracle. Rika, you are a miracle. You're anointed. You're powerful. You're blessed. You're a miracle. You are a miracle in my mind. It's not constantly in you are a miracle status. And I'm so, so sorry. Um, my mind is not constantly in you are a miracle status. And what I have to realize is, because see, that's trying to mess me up, honestly. Because I ain't did that all day. And now I'm sitting here, y'all, excuse. Because th- this is getting posted. With the the lost moment at the beginning, with the slight little bursts that are coming out of absolutely nowhere. I'm so sorry. I'm going to put a disclaimer. I'm so sorry. But this is absolutely getting posted. All of it. It's all getting posted because we want to take Drake. So, hey, love y'all. It's getting posted. So, I'm so sorry if y'all can hear that because I know I got new mics. God had just gave me some new mics. He had just... Drop some money in my account, literally out of nowhere. And I found some new mics that weren't wired. And I'm like, the next week I don't record nothing. Tripping. But I had to, I'm not, I'm not, that's what I was saying. I'm not stingy with those, those testimonies. But there are so many other testimonies that I had that I weren't, I wasn't even aware about. I wasn't even they were secrets. Like they were secrets. And God was like, I know all your secrets. Like I know the secrets that you don't think are secrets because 
I had this problem. And I don't know if any, if I'm going here, somebody does it. I had this problem growing up. I have this problem that I'm still working through um, where I created storylines in my head to cope with life. I, I cope with it. I came up with these elaborate stories and it was just, it helped. It helped me. Like, and it, it, it was an attack on my mind because those storylines weren't real. But in my mind, they were very much real. They were very much, they were very much what was going on. And it, you can call it delusional. I don't really care. Uh, me and the Lord are working on it. But if you know what I'm talking about and if you have been there, then God has revealed to me that I can be okay in the truth. Like I can be okay with just being who I am when I wake up in the morning. And that's, that's, I'm not going to lie. That's a real problem for me. Like that is definitely something that I'm actively working on because I'm so hard on myself. Like I know that perfection is, uh, belongs only to Jesus Christ. I know that perfection is only his, but my strive for perfection is so deeply rooted that I couldn't tell the difference between a spirit of excellence and striving for perfection, which I was, I'm never going to achieve perfection. So what I would do is I would create perfection in my mind. I would create it in my mind. And what would happen is, is things, of course, would not line up like <laughs> the things in my mind. But I couldn't tell anybody why I was so sad and why I was so disappointed because I sounded crazy or in my mind, I sounded crazy. Like, girl, the events that you, that you, now, don't get me wrong. Now. 90% of these events are, are true facts. I ain't going to say I just be making up stuff because that's, that's not it. What my mind would do is it would take real life events and it would add a simple emotion, a simple look. And it would take that look or that emotion and my mind would just run with the emotion. Like it would just run with it. It would just run wild. And I would interpret, 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 how do you say that? I would interpret, I think it has an E-R to it. I would interpret, uh, sounds fancy. I would interpret, <laughs> I would interpret that one look or that one emotion, however my mind would, would fancy, honestly. Very toxic. Very toxic. Very talk, get delivered from that. And I'm I'm saying it like that, like not saying it like to shame anybody because I know I need to get delivered from that. But what I found out was that I was creating more disappointment for myself. I was creating more strongholds for myself. I was, my mind became my biggest stronghold. And I mean, you can't take it out. 
you can bring it under subjection, but you can't take it out. And if you don't know to, to bring every thought under captivity, if you don't really know that, like, then you, you, you'll run wild living this unfulfilled life that you feel like is so fulfilling because I felt like my life was, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that because I go through my stuff. I, I, I go through, I, I got some issues deeply rooted, but I have some issues, but the, the idea of my life being ta-da, like the idea that I had some type of control because I don't have control. God has full control, but at the end of the day, God did give us free will. So it was like, I was using my free will as a weapon. I don't feel like my imagine. I don't feel like your imagination is a bad thing. But if you're a bad, if your imagination can overrule what God is trying to say, it's very much a bad thing. That's absolutely not okay. It's it's not okay. It's not okay. And if me saying that today helps somebody, I pray it does. I I pray that this whole episode. I'm rambling. If you've made it this far, I appreciate you so much. I just need to get it out because now it's time to get back to work. It's time to get back to work because it was okay for me not to put those spirits out. But as, as I went, as I go, (laughs) as I go, the journey to wholeness is hard. It is hard. It's painful. It is exhausting. It is complicated. It takes patience. It takes willingness. It takes obedience, quick obedience. It takes quick repentance. It takes so many things, but it is so worth it. I feel like it's so worth it. Just by seeing where I was a month ago versus right now and how even though I do have to have my little moments where she might, we we call them counseling sessions, y'all. She be counseling. And even when I have my counseling sessions now, I'm able to talk without breaking down crying. And that's a win. And I'm going to take that win. And I'm going to take all the wins and I am going to outweigh the losses because if I have a loss, if I want to classify it as a loss, because I don't really feel like they're losses because like I said, if something's happening, God either needs to process something out of you or he allowed it to happen because he knew that you would take it because you could take it, that you could bear it that you he never puts more on us than we can bear so if you've gone through that and to know that even as a child god trusted me with all of these things it's overwhelming it's so overwhelming but the limitless of the limitless resources that he provides like the limitless love that he's shown me even with me saying it out loud, because he he knew he knew all the things that he he knows the things that I done. He he know all of them. 
and he still loves me and it's it, it it knows no it knows no bounds and the compassion and the forgiveness and the wisdom and the encouragement like I can't describe I can't describe how good it feels to know that this limitless God loves me like you love me you love me if y'all have been on Facebook you love me like all the stuff I did all the crazy things I did all the disrespectful things I did all the disobedient things disobedient things I did like you still you love me like you still have a, enough forgiveness for me you still have enough compassion for me and I think that that's my takeaway like for the episode, the name, I didn't understand it. And I, I there were so many ways that I wanted to go because I had like a whole scripture that I read because a lot of the, the episodes like are in my, my personal Bible study and then I would hear it like rest don't stop. I was reading, I was reading in my Bible and I heard rest don't stop. So I was reading, it was Romans 6. I don't even remember the, the scripture, but I wrote at the top limitless God. I know what it was. I don't know the scripture, but it was um, talking about Abraham and how Abraham, oh, speak those things as if they, as if they, if they were, as, speak those things as if they are. And I'm just like, God, that's, it, I just heard limitless. I just kept hearing limitless. Like, because think about, think about the things that aren't <laughs> and you're saying speak those things as if they they are or as if they were however it's put in there it's like that can be a limitless amount of things and as long as it lines up with the will of god like those desires and those things because when you have that relationship when you have that fellowship we've been learning about fellowship in my ministry and the fellowship with god is deeper it is it's non-negotiable like there's so many different things that that pastor b has been depositing and it's just like that fellowship that deepness that connection that 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 lining up of fellowshipping with god if you're speaking things and you're you're lined up with god like those things come to pass like those things happen those promises happen those visions happen and they're limitless there's no oh i'm gonna give you four miracles oh i'm gonna give you a hundred miracles oh i'm gonna give you it is absolutely limitless and in my mind when god gave me the name of the episode i thought that it was gonna go one way and then he turns me another way and this sadness is allowed to touch me and god trusted me to 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 lean on him to get done what needed to be done to lean into him to get deliverance so that i could sit here and and ramble and let you know that it's okay like it's okay not to be okay like as long as you get back up like you got to get back up you you have you absolutely have to get back up and that is my biggest takeaway like it was okay because i was i was so i think i was starting to say that i was so nervous that i was going to be in trouble 
because I'm like, oh my God, another, another Friday has it, another Friday, another Friday. I'm, I'm just not, I just, I can't do it. Like, I don't know. And it, all the while he's depositing these things that I'm thinking are going to go into the episode. And let me tell you, I'm just tell you <laughs> flat out. I ain't said none of the things that I thought that I was going to say for this episode. I didn't. I actually said a lot of things that I probably didn't want to say, but they came out. And that's just how it works. And that's just okay. But it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to feel your feelings. And it's okay to to live it. It's okay to, 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 to live in this world. Just don't be of the world. Like, don't let the world overtake overtake you because living in this world and going through the things that everybody else is going through because it's not just you going through these things and that's a that's another big 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 theme is that it's just you i spent so many years thinking that the things that i had so much shame about and that that were just wearing me down that were just tension in my neck every time I woke up those were the things that I thought that absolutely nobody could understand like nobody has done this and that is what the enemy wants to do is to make you believe that you are the only one that's going through this you're the only one that did that shameful thing you're the only one that did that bad thing and you knew better and you you are not the only one and going through those things and living in this world because our bodies are in this world. You're going to go through those things as long as you redirect your spirit to understand that you no body, no mind. We're a spirit first. We have a soul and we live in a body like it's okay not to be okay in your body. It's okay, but don't stay there because you're a spirit first and you have a soul and you live in a body. Don't let the soulish part of you, your mind, dwell in such a place where your spirit can't, you can't lift your, like, can't nobody lift your spirit? That's where I was at. Like, can't nobody help me. Nobody's going to ever make me feel like what I did was, was forgivable. Like nobody was ever going to do it. And it literally took the Holy Spirit sending the person that outside, you know, I'm saying not even outside my family. I'm just be transparent. Like she, 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 she top of the list. Like as far as who I trust, like, I trust Christy with my entire life. Christy could drive me down a curvy highway with a blindfold on. And I know she's going to get us to the other side. Like, I love my sister. Like, we are, that's my sister. Like, that's my baby. Like, I know the Lord set that thing up. But through her, because, now think about this. I just said all of that. And I didn't even trust her enough with the information. Like it took us, we got on the phone at like eight o'clock. We didn't get off the phone until like three o'clock in the morning. Like I could not say it. Like my mouth was so muzzled. It was so, it, at, at the beginning, it was like little surface things. I'm like, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I got low self-esteem. Like, I don't know. I think that's what's wrong with me. It took me 
hours to even get to a point. And it's funny, I'm gonna let her tell y'all what she said. Cause she, I was in distress y'all. And I, it was all over my face. We'll talk about that later time. Cause <laughs> what she thought was funny. It was funny. It was not funny at the moment, but it's funny now. So, but it was, I was in so much distress that you would have thought like, like, girl, what is it? Like, what, what's the problem? My mouth had been muzzled for so long and I had so much shame attached to it that I couldn't even tell one of the people that I trust the most. Like, that is where the enemy will have you sometimes. That is where you will have yourself sometimes in your mind thinking that this is just indescribable, unforgivable, and that is completely utterly incorrect because of the limitless amounts of forgiveness that God gives us. Like there is, don't play with God now. Nah. He had to tell me that like, okay, nah, like don't play with me, but it's, it's, it's limitless. Like it's limitless. Okay. Don't, Somebody told me, a friend of mine told me one time, she says, stop beating yourself up about things that God has already forgiven you for. And oh, I could have passed out. Did not fully grasp it until this process. But stop beating yourself up about things that God has already forgiven you for. Dig deep and get to the root of why you do that. Why you, I should have called this episode why you do that, but limitless just fits so well. But what, get to the root of why do you do that? Because you will find yourself in a place of destruction. But God's limitless love and limitless forgiveness and limitless compassion and limitless wisdom and limitless knowledge and just his limitless reach, his, his ability to grab you. God met me where I was at. God met, God met me in the middle of rock bottom because what I had to say, that plug had had a, had me in a chokehold for a long, 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 long time, a long, long, long time. And that tree was so big and full of rotten fruit. And it was like my my spiritual tree was was my spiritual tree is good, y'all. Like I now I don't know how to describe it. Like, but I love me some God. Like I I'm I'm quickly obedient. I, I quickly repent. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how, what's the difference between the trees, but the tree in my mind and the tree in my spirit, they wasn't matching up. And I don't know if that's possible, but that's how God is showing it to me, honestly, because that, that was a, that was a thing too. Cause I'm just like, once I started realizing how big the tree was, I'm like, oh my God, God, I'm a horrible person. Like I'm not, I don't have a good relationship with you. Like, I think I got a good relationship. No, 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 don't do that. I did that. And if you're watching this and you heard that I did that and I'm telling you, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop doing that. Like tonight, like if you, like whenever you watch this, like t- tomorrow morning or whenever, I don't know when you're going to watch this. I hope you're still here with us because it's been going pretty long. But if you're watching this, 
don't do that. Stop doing that. Because that's a trick. That's a, that's a, that's a tactic. That's a, that's a, a distraction to get you off the fact that you're beating yourself up about something that God forget, asks for forgiveness. Repent. Repent. Nah. Repent. Because you don't know better. You don't do better until you know better. So when you know better, you do better. What I didn't know is that the tree was so big. I didn't know that the tree was so big. So my mind, because of how my mind was wired to think, when I realized how big the tree was, I immediately felt unworthy. I really, I immediately felt like, oh, I'm just full of bad fruit. Like, it's just bad. It's just bad. I'm just bad. I'm just a bad person. I'm just a horrible person. Honestly, like, I'm just a horrible person. I cannot sit here. Like, I need to take this stuff down. Like, I can't sit here and talk to anybody about the goodness of God. Crazy. It sounds crazy. I can't talk to anybody about the goodness of God because of how bad of a person I am. Who is good? Y'all like my nails. So I click them. Who is good? Who Who's good enough to say, like, I don't got no bad. Like, we were all born in sin. Like, stop getting by yourself and singling yourself to this one. Because it may just be one moment. Mines are multiple moments. Now, that one moment was the plug. But it's so many moments that my mind diverts to as to why I can't be everything that God wants me to be like you could do that but you know you got that anxiety like you know you don't like standing in front of people like you gonna be able to do that but if God put me there then that means that he he knew I could do it because he put me in this seat and no matter who thinks that I should or shouldn't or will or won't whoever thinks what God put me in the seat and that includes myself. Like, I didn't feel like I should be sitting in this seat. And God had to tell me, you can go through what you want to go through, but you will get back up and record these, these episodes. You're going to do that now. All right. I got grace for limitless grace and mercy. God, ooh, the grace and mercy that he has shown me. <laughs> I got grace for you. I, I know I know because I, I know your heart. I really do. Not the cliche way. Like God knows my heart. And I'm so glad that he that that he has limitless grace and mercy because that grace and mercy is what met me where I was at and told me, even when I tried to beat myself up about not recording episodes, it's okay. It's okay because I know what your where your heart is at concerning just opening your mouth and speaking when you're not you you weren't in a place you were you were in a place you just weren't in the place that you needed to be to sit back in this seat and that's okay that's grace oof that's grace my God that is grace I thank you God for grace that is grace but I'm gonna need you to get back up though. Like, yeah. I'm going to get back up, though. It's okay. I have grace. I have understanding, compassion, love. But I'm going to get back up. And I, I just need you to know that you will get back up. You don't got to do it today. You don't got to do it tomorrow. You may not got to do it next week. But you will get back up. 
And then how, if you got to write that on your mirror, you will get back up. Because I'm going to write it on my mirror. You will get back up. Because you can choose to say it like, you will get back up. Because that's how I heard it. But if you got to tell yourself, because we got to talk to ourselves sometimes. Like, you will speak those things <laughs> as if they were. You will get back up. You'll be okay. You'll be, because the testimony is going to help somebody someday. That was that was the thing that I was worried about the most. I'm like, God, I can't sit in this seat and tell what it took me five hours to tell <laughs> Christy that night. And and I was on the phone with Christy, and she was like, God ain't asking you to do. And now, if He asked you to do that, now if you sitting here and it come out your mouth, okay. But that testimony will help somebody someday, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I know that I'll be ready and they'll be ready. And I'm okay with that. And that, that, that's in my heart. Like in my heart, I know that there are testimonies in me that in the right time and in the right circumstance and the right person, they will come out and they will help just as much as they've helped me. Even though they didn't feel like help at first, it it felt like torment. It felt like, chaos but i'm still here and if you watching this so are you so just give up just get up why you do that i'm gonna have this limitless and see nobody gonna know see that's how you get people right there if you hear god 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 clearly sent you here right but i'm gonna put why you do that and they're not gonna know what that means until they get they get a little down the road. But anywho, I'm done with my ramble. I've been rambling for an hour and twenty minutes. Um, gonna be the longest episode. Okay, then what? Okay, but yes. So come to the end. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate y'all. I do. I can't say anything else. I'm going to cry. Um, and it's not giving cry tonight. But um, I appreciate y'all. Um, thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for sticking it out. And thank you for encouraging me. Even when you don't know you're encouraging me. I thank you so much. I, 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 from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. But we have a shameless plug for today. And the shameless plug for today is Miss Shade Perkins, and she is the owner of Shade's Thrift Shop. And y'all, she says she got new and used stuff. She does take all kinds of donations of any sort. Before you go to the Goodwill, hit her up. I'm going to put her information up above my head right here, and I'm going to put her Facebook information in the um the caption and if you just have some stuff if you're a hoarder why you do that because i need to get rid of some stuff so i gotta ask myself why i do that so i i need to go and and donate some stuff so you go ahead and hit her up and donate some stuff and i think that she also i mean she takes those donations but she also i mean it's a thrift shop so 
you find all kinds of little treasures and all kinds of other things. So I'll definitely put her information above me and I'll also put it in the caption. But that is all that I have for this week. I am not going to give a preview for next week because I need to go in fellowship with the Lord a little bit about because he had already given me <laughs> the guests for the weeks that I missed. So we're going to see where God takes it. So it'll be a surprise, but it will be next Friday that you'll get it. So thank you so much again. I love you so much. Bye.